Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Tuesday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with the Daily VRA Investing Podcast. Kind of a quiet day in the markets today, but there's a lot happening underneath the surface, like that duck on top of the water. Looks pretty still and quiet. Underneath, not the case at all. Just seeing really, really bullish signs here for a, for a move higher in the markets, as overbought as we may be. Let's talk about the markets first. Dow Jones today up, closed up 60 points, uh, finishing at 31,068. Uh, just fractional gain higher than the S P 500, closing at 3801. Our leader again today, Russell 2000, powering ahead, up a big 1.7% today. Another all-time high at 21.27. And NASDAQ today up 36 points at 13,072. Uh, rates were higher again today. Uh, inching higher, we're now up to 1.13 yield on the uh, 10-year. And again, that's uh, still very tiny, still very small yield. Probably going to be a cap on the level that rates can rise here because globally rates are just so depressed. And again, that uh, have a, a lot of fund flows still coming into the U.S. to capture these higher yields and also what is the uh, still the, the safest uh, environment to invest in a combination of, uh, of our laws and combination of our, of our somewhat sane politics. Again, it's just a, it's a safe regulatory environment by and large. A lot of funds coming in here for, uh, again, capture the higher yield and uh, also the safety and security of investing in U.S. debt uh, rather than uh, some other foreign debt. Uh, okay, what are we talking about here with the strength we're seeing? First of all, the internals, uh, again, another day of really solid strength, but it's the, it's the, the, the macro story. Uh, we talk about it pretty much every day here. $15 trillion in fresh liquidity. That's in nine months. It, it obviously has never happened before. Uh, we got more on the way. Uh, Evercore believes we'll have another couple of trillion dollars, and that's about what we've heard, another couple of trillion dollars in, uh, in stimulus coming. Yeah, but again, so far, globally, $15 trillion in fresh monetary and fiscal stimulus. That's it. That's, that's really the story there. Uh, it's not that complicated, really. But we're seeing it, again, as overbought as we are. We run our VRA investing system screens throughout the day, and we are at extreme overbought. I mean, that's just no secret. Uh, we're extreme overbought on a, on a price basis, but it's really the uh, moment, <coughs> excuse me, momentum oscillators that are across the board uh, flashing extreme overbought. We're not yet at what we call extreme overbought on steroids. Uh, that's when everything is redlining to the nth degree. Uh, we're not there yet, but it does feel like we're headed in that direction. The last, the first two quarters of, of 2020 last year were just pathetically horrible because of coronavirus, especially the second quarter. So now in, in 21, we've got those comps to compare to. So this, this, this first quarter, especially the second quarter of 2021, are going to be light years better than what we saw last year. And that's just a very kind of a bullish macro setup uh, that forces people to be long the market uh, because the news is going to be that good. Earnings start this Friday. Big banks start reporting this Friday, and then they'll pick up speed from there. Uh, financials today led the way again higher today uh, as well, as did energy stocks Again, global reflation trades kicking in, uh, and that's a big part of this. And, and I think people have forgotten, or maybe some people have forgotten, that when you have a reflationary trade, uh, the global reflation trade, which basically tells you the global economy is coming back, 
Commodities are leading the way. Commodity pricing power is returning. Uh, corporate earnings power is returning. They're able to, to pass that down to the consumer in, 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 the, uh, in, in what turns out to be higher earnings because the consumer is healthy. And, you know, we're getting reports of as much as 20 percent uh, 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 savings. In other words, M1, M2, save, M1 savings, really, 20 percent is what we could be headed to here uh, for personal savings. And uh, the average there is about 8 percent. So, <clears throat> again, a lot of cash on the sidelines, many trillions of dollars uh, that are still sitting around wondering what they should do with it. Uh, most likely they can come back in a lot of consumer purchases, great for the economy, and a lot of money coming into the stock market as this melt-up move higher continues. And, and that, that's really that's what we're talking about here. But again, the internals today, once again, uh, first of all, 52 highs to lows, 831 companies, this is NYC and NASDAQ combined, 831 stocks hit new 52-week highs today to just 22 hitting new 52-week lows. Last week, we had four days out of five where we had more than 800 stocks hitting new 52-week highs, and now we're off to the races again this week. Didn't quite have it yesterday. I think Tyler reported we had about 400-ish companies hitting new 52-week highs, but again, back to over 800 today with almost no companies. And again, that's what you'd expect in markets hitting all-time highs. That's not what the surprise is. It's just a validation of the move. That's, that, that's what's important. It's the confirmation of the move. And we're seeing that and then some. Saw the same thing in advanced decline and up-down volume again today. Uh, let's cover first advanced decline. Two and a half, one positive on, on NASDAQ. Two to one positive NYSE. Up-down volume. Two and a half to one positive on NASDAQ. And three to one positive NYSE. It, it, look, these are not the best numbers ever. But we're getting them day after day after day. And uh, this, is, this does have that feel of a market that wants to melt up. It just does. We'd love to get a pullback uh, before we get into the, the heart of earnings season. Uh, but we just, we just, we're probably not going to get it, folks. This, is that, this, this has the potential to really be a very special year. Um, we'll let you know if things change. You know, <laughs> We'll see it in the internals. We'll see it in market leadership. We're just not seeing any of it right now. And um, again, it really doesn't matter who the president here. We we got a whole other thing, series of things happening in the markets here, all driven by liquidity, and driven by the fact that investors are still underinvested, and driven by the fact that this is a global economic recovery. Again, global reflation trade. Uh, also today, the Dow Jones transports hit a new all-time high today. Again, that's confirmation of the Dow theory buy signal. When you have the uh, Dow Jones uh, Industrial Average and Dow Transport hitting new 52-week highs together, and that's essentially – you can quibble and say it's not on the same day or whatever, but this is all happening within days of each other. This is a, this is a confirmation of the Dow theory. Uh, that's Richard Russell, uh, uh, one of the legends in the business. That's what he came up with many years ago, and uh, we'll, we'll, we count that as a big buy signal as well. And just another thing, you know, for you technical watchers here that kind of watch under the hood, you know, when uh, we're seeing now day after day after day where the trend or the arms index is trading, even as the markets keep going higher, the trend is trading in the 50 to 60 cent range. Normal is one. You know, anything above one's normal. Anything down here at this level tells you that the internals are great. It's only an intraday thing, a tool you can use 
But we're seeing it again day after day after day. Even with big gains, the trend is staying low. That's a confirmation move higher again. And, uh, and we're seeing the same thing globally. As Tyler pointed out, the emerging markets are also hitting all-time highs. So this is, this is clearly not a one-off. This is, this is clearly a very uh, interesting time to be along these markets. Uh, in our sector watch today, not quite as strong today, but again, it was a little bit of a mixed mix trading today. I think the market's just taking a little bit of a break heading into earnings season. Our sector watch today of the 11 S&P 500 sectors, we had, what is that, six finished higher, five finished lower, led to the upside by energy. Uh, again, energy stocks are hitting multi, uh, highest prices now for XLE, which is the energy ETF. Highest prices since uh, uh, coronavirus insanity broke out. Again, oil today back over $53 a barrel. First time for that since coronavirus insanity kicked off last February. Energy today up 3.5%. Uh, materials up 1.3%. And consumer discretionary also up big 1.3%. On the downside, uh, communication services down one and a half percent. Again, there's some weakness in these big mega tech, mega tech, mega cap tech names. We're talking about the Fang stocks, really. Uh, seeing a lot of weakness in these is filtering down in the world of tech and big mega tap and, and good, good. Uh, the Twitters and Facebooks uh, and the uh, Googles and the Apples of the world, Amazons that are doing their best to help center uh, patriotic Americans. They should just implode into nothingness, regulate them out of business. Of course, they want to be broken up. They really want to be broken up. Uh, for those that understand how this works, you know, we saw it back with the uh, uh, Ma Bells being broken up, all the baby bells being broken up. Uh, that created massive, massive amounts of wealth. Same thing with Standard Oil. And uh, trust me when I tell you, folks, if, the, if these big companies, tech companies, get broken up, some of the Facebooks and Googles and them. If they get broken up, and they should be, but if they do, it'll be because they want to be broken up. They'll write the rules. That's the kind of power they have. It's still the right thing to do because they no tech company, no company should have this much power to completely um, de-platform and de-person the president of the United States, no matter if you hate him or not. We don't do that in this country. Uh, you are losers if you do this. And you are traitorous to this country if you do that. By the way, if you work for one of these companies, you are now complicit, aren't you? Aren't you the real fascist? Don't you work for real fascist? And these masters of the universe, uh, 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 almost trillion-dollar oligarch companies, don't you, if you work for them, aren't you part of the problem? You absolutely are. That's a stigma I think that they should be forced to wear uh, because that's what they want to do to everybody else, right? Call you a fascist, call you Hitler-like, right? When they're the ones that are really the fascists. Next time you meet somebody from a big tech company, ask them what it feels like to, to work for a company uh, that uh, is uh, straight out of Stalin-esque type fascism. You know, we don't even have to go to Hitler. Just, just Stalin might be the better example. You know, if you don't like your... Uh, if you don't like your political enemies, just shut them up. Just shut them up. That's fascism, folks. That's fascism. In this country, happening by those using projection to, 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 say, to call others by these names. Um, okay, what else today, folks? Have you already commodity watch? Gold today, up $5 an ounce. Again, global reflation trade. Gold is one of our biggest positions in pressed physical gold physical silver, and, of course, the miners. Uh, look, Bitcoin, 
We like it, don't love it. Got a lot of flaws that even, even the biggest Bitcoin believers know about. But gold and silver don't have these flaws. Their biggest flaw is they're manipulated by the major money center banks, uh, JP Morgan, etc. The, uh, the Vampire Squid, Goldman Sachs, they even admit it. You know, they've been fined out the wazoo. We're talking about billions of dollars in fines. And, and these are criminal actions. No one ever pays the price for it. But you know what? In the end, it won't matter because gold and silver are, are, are real money. They had been for 6,000 years. We love gold here, 1856 today, up $5 an ounce. Uh, silver also up 38 cents an ounce to 2566. Copper, which was down over 3% yesterday, got back a big portion of that today, up 2%, uh, 363 a pound. We love the copper story here. Uh, oil today, again, $53 a barrel. First time, I believe since February of last year, just before it went to minus $40 a barrel. Uh, oil today, 5316. That's up uh, right at 1%, up, a, excuse me, right at almost 2%, up 91 cents a barrel. And finally, Bitcoin uh, recovering a little bit of its uh, shakeout here, probably all it is, up $990 to Bitcoin, trading at 34370 Folks, as always, we appreciate you being here with us. Thank you for your feedback. Please keep it coming and uh, join us. Uh, be, become part of our community, one of our subscribers and VRA members at VRAinsider.com, VRAinsider.com. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.